for Holden, Colorado, LTZ. With unbeaten three and a half ton towing. This is Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalli and Lawrence Mooney. Hey there, good morning. It is Triple M Summer Breakfast. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. We're got we're, it's it's our Christmas show today. We're we doing the Christmas show today. It's today, Rosie. Do you have a? I wonder why Rosie was dressed up like Santa Claus's little helper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Curly boots with a bell on them. Um, do you have a Christmas noise? I don't know. Do what I? About a jing, 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 link. No, just in the system. Just jing, so. jing, jing, jingling a link. Um, tell me, what is your favourite carol? Ting, 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 ting. Uh, my favourite carol is Ding Dong Merrily on High. Hi. I don't know any other. I think it's. I think it's the best start. I think it starts Ding the best. Ding Dong Merrily on High. I like. Then you can tail off. I like Good King Wenslers first looked out. On ding, the ding, feast ding. of Stephen. Yeah, but that one's got a weird storyline. But no, I like all the, the the snow was thick and crisp and even. Oh, it's that's got nice. a good rhyme. That's Stephen, nice. thick and crisp and even. Uh, Jingle Bells is a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Let's, let's, let's just say, and I'm sure, but, and I'm hoping that human nature have recorded it for oh, their Christmas album. The nature of Christmas. It's called The Nature of Christmas. And The Nature of it's Christmas. It's not, but it should have been. Mm. You it know, should have been the nature of Christmas. If because they're called human nature, human. they should sing songs about theft <laughs> and uh, you know, cheating, horrible beatings, <laughs> and drunkenness and failure. <laughs> they're not living up to their name. Human nature is like you know yeah, disillusionment yeah, and exactly. confusion yeah, sadness yeah <laughs> sexual proclivity no it's like a christmas show it's human nature your all your stuff <laughs> not all my stuff no put away just cuz i got kicked off a cruise ship but um all of my favorite christmas carols have got snow in them I, you know, I don't think there's a Christmas carol that's not winter-based. Mm. There you go. This is the early morning competition. But if you could think of a non-winter-based Christmas carol on one triple three five three or trip or, or tweeting us, tweet us at MMM Hot Breakfast, you win a prize. Uh, ironically, Jesus, Jesus Christ, our mm. Lord and Savior, mm. born in the Middle East, not mm. big on snow. Mm. It's a hot place, generally speaking. I reckon Bethlehem. I think he's anti-Jesus. Me. Is he being anti-Jesus no, right not. now? Can no, someone... He's being anti-Snow. I'm being... I'm, I I am, I, I I'm down with the J-man. I don't know. I am. I don't know. Thankfully, we've got Hillsong coming I'll show, in. I they will sort you out. <laughs> so, one, I'm going to do a story later about uh, ACA had their Christmas special oh, last night. Of course they did. And I'll show you how much I truck with Jesus, Lord, our, our Christ and Saviour. <laughs> Plenty of coming up today. Maybe shortly we... <laughs> Uh, talk about Christmas coming early for one lucky person. How about tats? Oh. Toe. Now, what were the numbers? Uh, we'll get to it in a moment. One, triple, three, five, three. Non Chris, non, non winter based carols. You can tell us one. We'll give you a prize. Yes. Thank you, Rosie. It's our Christmas. It's our Christmas show today. Christmas has come early. Joyful and triumphant, Ed. Absolutely right. Uh, one, triple, three, five, three. Who a Christmas carol that's not um, winter based? Daniel got one. Daniel, oh no, Reese, Reese, have you got one? Sorry, Reese, sorry, buddy, have you got one? Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock, are you going with? Yeah, Jingle Bell Rock was my favourite Christmas carol, but Santa Claus is coming to town. Isn't winter based? 
Mm, uh, hang on. Uh, should, you, you should be talking about the worst Christmas carol, which is uh, The Little Drummer Boy. Oh, oh see, I, I, like, pump, I, I like I mean, fair dinkum. No, it's a bit sad, isn't it? No, I mean, the, 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 the man to save the world's come and you send a drummer, for Christ's sake. They could, right. have, at least, they could have at least given him a bass solo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, stop doing gear at 7-Eleven, man. You're too, yeah. you're, too, you're too feisty, but I love you. Hey, it's Christmas and you get the Ripper 90s double CD, Triple M's uh, 40 best tracks of the 90s. Reese, good on you. Hey, Daniel's going to stump for, which one are you stumping for, Daniel? Uh, so I was going to say the little drummer boy. That's yourself. okay. That's okay, Daniel, because it isn't Christmas. It isn't winter based, and that was the game. But do you like the little drummer boy as a carol, Daniel? The funny thing is, I can't remember any of the words, but all I remember is bum 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 bum. And I, Daniel, I think I think that's the key to a really good Christmas carol. It's got to have a good hook. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to know the whole thing. Like, does anyone know the full? After, do you know "Ding Dong Merrily on High," Daniel? No, I haven't yes. heard of that one. Yeah, see what I mean? Not catchy enough. No. You got yourself the Ripper 90s <laughs> double CD. 40 tracks for the 90s. Happy, Merry Christmas to you, Daniel. What do you got planned oh, for Christmas, you, buddy? Guys. What do you got? Um, fishing. Nothing else. Oh, Just wow. Fishing. Gone fishing. Just a little sign up on Daniel's room. Gone fishing. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> is, you know, that'll be fun, mate. Enjoy. I hope you uh, catch a lot, Daniel. Of course, no, prescient. Thanks for the CD, fellas. Good on you, man. Thank you. It's a, it's a symbol of Christianity, the fish. So uh, it's big this time of year. It's all about, you've got to remember it's about Jesus Christ. It's not about Santa Claus, Ed. I don't want to ruin your fun, but you're expecting the man in the white beard to come along. Yes, I Don't am. forget that it's the birth mm-hmm. of Jesus. Joining us, Elisa from Tats. Good morning. Elisa, what happened? $70 million. Did I win? Oh, good morning, guys. Unfortunately, Ed, unless you purchased your entry in Queensland, no, you did not win. Well, so I, we had I, we had one winning entry oh. in last night's Oslo draw, so they have scooped the entire $70 million Division 1. Oh. Oh. But oh. I, my theory, Elisa, was oh. if, if you've got birthday numbers, which is between 1 and 31, a lot of other people are going to have those numbers. And really, it was a spread through the 20s, wasn't it? That's exactly right. So we find so that people that choose regular numbers are favourite numbers. Last night's numbers mm. were, I guess, higher than some of the birthday dates or anniversary dates that people might choose. Oh. But Lotto is a random game of chance. So every number's got an equal chance of being drawn. And for one lucky... Winner, my numbers don't, Elisa. My numbers don't have an equal <laughs> chance of getting drawn, clearly. They have zero chance of getting drawn. And I think I got one. I think I got one. Alisa, just to show my year 10 maths teacher that I was paying attention, I want to drop this one on you. All the numbers are mutually exclusive, aren't they? Yes, what? indeed what they are. What on earth does that mean? What on earth does that mean? Of course they are. You yeah. can't draw a seven and a six at the same time. That's right. But, but of course you can't. No. He's crazy, Elisa, isn't he? Four million people around the country who who won an, a prize in our other division. So oh wow, what was division? What was division two? Well, it depends what type of entry people had. So if you have a system entry, you would have won more. Um, but there was ninety nine million dollars that went to other winners around the country. But we are still looking for this mystery oh my seventy goodness. million redraw. 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 And tell me something. When when you get in contact with them, or they get in contact with you, and they're like, "Hello, um, I've won. My name is Gina Reinhardt. I won the seventy million dollars." <laughs> um, do you? <laughs> does it all come just in one? 
one, are you going to go the novelty check route or does it all just go into a bank account at once? How does it work? Well, firstly, I don't think Gina would have had an entry in last night's draw. And oh, the right. second thing is that it's completely up to the, to the winner, oh. how they would like their prize paid. So, oh, my goodness. Do you mean they I can get a... They $2 can, coins in a yes, truck. Yeah, a truck. They can get a, a building full of cash that they just, well, that they just swim through. Well, we don't pay prizes in cash anymore because oh, we have these huge amounts. So they will either have the option that. of having a check mm-hmm. or they can just have $70 million appear in their bank account, which uh, would be a pretty special day. Elisa, let me ask you this because uh, I love to pigeonhole stereotype and profile. Mm-hmm. Who, who is our winner? What what are they like? Are they are they working people? Have they got children? Mm-hmm. Who is our winner? Give us a bit of a profile. So our lottery profile winners are normal everyday people. They tend to be mums and dads mm-hmm. or, or families, and they're looking for I guess to make their life a lot easier. So they want to live that dream. We find that winners don't do these random extravagant things with their prize money. We find that they most commonly pay off their mortgage or buy their house. Yep. Uh, they often buy a car, take a holiday, share it with family and friends. And this time of year as well, we find that winners often give to charity. That's what I'm hoping as well, Elisa. Really? I'm hoping there's a good, out of the 70 mil, it's a spirit of Christmas. We're hoping that there's a little the bit Moon of Moon Man's chari- retirement fund. The little, the Lawrence Mooney. The little drummer boy's <laughs> retirement <laughs> fund. Little... That's what I call myself. All right. <laughs> Elisa from Tats, thank you. Thanks. Hey, that was illuminating. Thanks, no, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Keep the jackpots coming. Everybody loves a jackpot, you know? Everybody loves a jackpot, and apparently because the numbers are mutually exclusive, we've all got a chance to win. Every every number has Whatever. an equal Whatever. chance of coming out. What's your favourite number, Lisa? Oh, my favourite number is number 17. Ooh, Ooh. prime. Prime. Yeah. prime. Yeah. All right, thank you, Alicia. Good fun from Tats. One winner from 70 million Queensland. Good, well-deserved. 17's a weird favourite number to have. Mm, well, you should have taken it up with it when you had the chance. It's our Christmas show today, and Christmas has come early for the nation because Australia has regained the ashes, and a man who knows plenty about winning games of cricket is Ricky Ponting. Morning, Ricky. Morning, guys. How are you? Very well indeed. We're all uh, very high, and uh, you must be very happy too to see the ashes return. Yeah, it's been an awesome few weeks for Australian cricket, probably for Australian cricket history, to tell the truth. It's been um, to see that relatively young sort of group of players play in the manner that they have and with the aggression and, and the skill that they've displayed over the last uh, three or four weeks has been fantastic. Is there anyone in particular caught your eye who you thought, wow, they've just uh, played above themselves and beyond themselves? Oh, I'm not sure if anyone's played above themselves. I think Mitchell Johnson and Brad Haddon, you know, Michael Clark had another good series. Um, mm. David Bourne had an outstanding series. The two that I loved seeing were well, Johnson and Haddon, you know, two guys that had been in and had a taste of it mm. a few years ago. They've been out for a little while now and, and have come back and just performed exceptionally well. So, yeah, yeah Brad um, Haddon's you know, had an excellent time with the gloves and the and the bat, hasn't he? He looks really, so hungry, too. Yeah, really. Do you think the vice-captaincy and that responsibility, you know, coming, after coming back into the side, he's really helped him to go, right, this is, you know, partly my team and I'm going to show everyone how it's done? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, and when you've when you've had a taste of it and had, then had it taken away, it makes you that little bit keener when you come back. And um, you know, the thing that struck me most about Brad was that when we needed him most is when he stood up. So mm. that, you know, that that um, first innings up in Brisbane when things were a yeah. bit shaky, he stood up there, and then Adelaide with that fantastic hundred he made there was on the back of a, a bit of a mini collapse on our batting as well. So you know, his batting was outstanding. But then you see some of the catches he took, 
particularly over in Perth last week, were just awesome. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, all, but Ricky, we are speaking to you this morning, not only in the capacity as being one of the Test cricket legends, but also, mate, you've joined the rank, the lowly ranks of the television uh, worker, the television presenter. Ricky, you're better than this. You don't need to do this. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, and no, I've joined a few of my great mates, uh, playing mates actually, and, and we're working with, uh, with with Channel Ten and Channel Ten uh, for the Big Bash, Bash for the Big yeah, Bash so League. We're looking forward to it. So you got Gilly there. You've got uh, Mark Ward Jr. and Sir Vivian Richards, which is exciting. And then there's a name here, which the last time you were on this program, I don't know if you remember, you were debunking the lies in his book. And so, I, I remember all right. Don't okay. worry. His name is Damien Fleming. And I know him as an awful bloke because you know what he did to me, Ricky? He was meant to be Lawrence Mooney, my very good friend who's doing this show with me. This was, he, that was meant to be Damien, Martin, uh, Damien Fleming way back when. And Flem- so I'm the 12th man, Ricky. Yeah. It's what, it's what it's saying. <laughs> He's coming at the last moment. And he didn't call me. He just sent me. I, I, had, I saw a promo on television with Damien Fleming standing there doing the Big Bash stuff with you guys. And then he just sent me a text saying, sorry, can't do the radio. What kind of a bloke is that, Ricky? Yeah, that's pretty ordinary character. That's uh, some of his true traits coming out there, Thank I think, mate. Thank you very but, um, much. Yeah, we know we all know what Flem's like. And he's yes. probably sitting at home listening to this as well this morning. Yes, so, um, he will. He'll be sending a tweet. No, but, uh, yeah, no, looking looking forward to the the commentary starting. The first games obviously on Friday night. So, yes, have you had have you had practices? Have you been doing test test uh, uh, commentary? We have actually. Yeah, we've done quite a bit over the last uh, the last month, sort of getting uh, familiar with each other and the way that we talk about the game and how things are going to work. So uh, we've got another one of those to come yet on on Thursday, and then we're straight into the first game Friday night. River uh, punter, it's uh, if I may. Uh, it, <laughs> It's very hard for a woman to, you know, enter this man's world. And Mel McLaughlin's joining the commentary team for the T20 Big Bash. How is she shaping up? Yeah, she's doing some of the hosting for us, actually. Yeah, she's been uh, she's been really good. Um, good. She's obviously uh, experienced at it. She's done it a lot with uh, with other networks in the past. And um, yeah, so to, to add that sort of female flavour, if you like, to the to the team will be will be a lot of fun. Um, I know that yeah, the other guys that I'm working with have worked a fair bit with her at Fox. So yeah, she did yeah, a great um, job at yeah, Fox. Yeah. Great job. All right, and we know you'll be. We're looking for your expert commentator. Expert, absolutely right. We will be watching. Hey, first one Friday. It's the Stars and the Rene- and the Renegades derby at uh, seven thirty p.m. on your ten, and then we go straight through. We've got Saturday. We've got two games on Sunday. It's going to be nice, isn't it? We've been all. T- I've been very tense during the test matches, Ricky. It'll be good to just to, to relax and watch some big bash, won't it? Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's what this game sort of brings. Done. It brings a lot of uh, you know full on entertainment in short doses and short packages. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's our job to make sure that we we call the game properly and let the fans out, give them a bit of insight actually into you know how the game's played these days. Because I think yeah. it's tactically a lot more. Uh, has evolved a lot more in the yes. last couple of years than, yeah. than the, the spectator probably believe. So that's our job to talk about over the, the next few weeks. All right. We, we did get a taste of the big bash off Jimmy Anderson's last over. <laughs> um, so if it's anything like that, it's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that was good to see Bailey do that, wasn't it? That, <laughs> that was, was very great. nice. All, All right, right. Ricky Ponting, excellent work, mate. We'll be watching and uh, see you on Channel 10 for the Big Bash. Thanks, mate. See you on you, boys. See so- you later. Yeah, Mooney's got himself a wheel of opportunity spirit. You can win some prizes, some really good stuff. Nine-inch nails all the queens of the Stone Age or just... Some crap that Mooney found in his garage. Yeah, yeah. It's Mooney's wheel of opportunity. Tunity. The Spin Doctors. 
reforming to do the uh, opener for Mooney's Wheel of Opportunity. Hey, Simon. Simon? Yes. Oh, goodness me. We thought we lost you, Simon. Did you win Oz Lotto last night, buddy? I wish I had. Yeah, I know. Can you believe Gina Reinhardt won? She doesn't need the money. Oh, no, definitely not. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, lovely to have you on board. Mooney's Wheel of Opportunity. He's mm. face deep in a muffin, so I'll speak for him. <laughs> um, there's plenty of good stuff on there. You've got the Nine Inch Nails merch pack. you still got the limited edition signed tour poster. Jeez Louise. Tickets to the gig vinyl CD pack. What are some other things, Moon? What's on number four? Uh, you can win a trip to the pokies uh, to spend all of your savings and ruin your life. Uh, <laughs> don't know about that one, Simon. You know what, number four. What, about, can... uh, number, what about number 18, Moon? What's on there? Oh, I didn't for two with Fordo oh, from who? today. Fordo. Do you love Fordo from the Today Show, Simon? Um, yeah, no. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, that's but fair this enough. This is a very, very this popular. is a really good prize. Oh, on number eleven, you can win a governance workshop with the Cronulla Sharks. Would you like to go to that, Simon? Uh, as long as they don't move to the. Queensland. I know, where they, they're trying to move to the middle of Queensland? What is going on there? I mean, <laughs> we don't even know if there are nightclubs in the centre of Queensland that the players can get, have a few... Sharks need the water. Thank you very much. All right, uh, getting me out of that one. Sarah, our producer, spin the wheel. Around, around, around she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. Give it a little bit oh. more. It's the wheel of opportunity. Oh, wow, it's another line assignment. You can have uh, number five or number six, Simon. Number five or number six. Uh, so the uh, governance workshop. No, or, or another thing. Or another number thing. six. Oh, well done. It's the Nine Inch Nails Queen's merch pack, including Queen's <coughs> T-shirt, Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, Queen's hoodie, and Nine Inch Nails hoodie. Make that noise again. Well done, Simon. Thank you so much. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, man. Well Merry done, Merry Christmas Simon. to you guys. Thank Merry you so much. You've done very well. Joy to the world, the angels sing. Keep going. I, they always, every Christmas carol just goes, because they're upbeat, mate. Yeah. They're really, really upbeat. They ding-dong merrily on high. We're going to sift through in a moment. We're going to sift through. Look at this. See that? Every day at my house... The letterbox is chock-a-block full of uh, catalogs. Haven't you got a Christmas. junk mail sticker? No, and I should get one. That's you know the first what? thing I should get. Can I, I have one for Christmas? I had a junk mail sticker, mm. and the local paper, of course, doesn't consider itself junk mail, yeah. uh, which is just a real estate ad. And so I took the junk mail sticker off and went and got the very specific Australia Post addressed mail only, ah. and it seemed to do the trick. Local paper, no more. No, local paper, no more. Well, now you'll But never... occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, gymnasiums or pizzerias don't consider themselves junk mail. Can I tell you something? I always want to hear from a pizzeria. Right. Okay. Okay. That's not junk mail. No, well, they don't That's... consider themselves junk mail <laughs> nor when they, they put should. the new menu out. And nor they should. <laughs> nor they should. We're coming back. Catalogs. We're going to tell you. Oh, we have sif- I've sifted through everything, every bit of promotional material available for Christmas, and I've got the best bargains, the best Christmas gifts Ooh, that see. you can Is give. Is there a Rivers catalogue there? Shush, don't ruin it. Ed, can I ask you a personal question? Oh, please, as long as it's on air. Please what, do. Uh, please do. What kind of a shopper are you? And I'll give you two yeah, options. Yeah, good, good. Do you shop mm-hmm. like a high-level corporation? Mm-hmm. You make a plan, mm-hmm. you stick to a budget, mm-hmm. and you execute mm-hmm. the plan? Mm-hmm. Or do you shop like a government in crisis mm-hmm. and just throw money at the problem? <laughs> I shop like a person that says, hey, Tiff. Could you please buy presents for everybody, and I will give you money. Right? Uh, do you? That's an interesting way. I'm a delegate. I, Tiff is more emotionally in touch mm. and actually in touch with my family and hers, 
And so I assume she knows them better than well, it's I do. more of a corporate structure. You're the CEO and you've got... Uh, oh, I don't, got, don't call her a worker or something. She won't like that. No, you've got... A um, partner? Let's, say, most, let's go with partner. You've got the most talented don't, personnel available to oh, you. goodness. Yeah. I feel like we're on shaky ground. Okay. Because the way it'll get told back to her is someone will be listing and they'll go... Did you hear that? You're um, working for it. Yeah, did you hear that? <laughs> they called you Ed Secretary yeah, on the not, uh, It's a bad radio. Chinese whisper. But my yeah. wife... What are you? Well, I, I'm a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but um, as we get closer, I am a panicked Labor government oh, great. throwing money at the problem. And in the end, it doesn't matter. I just want the problem to go away, exactly. to solve itself. And in those last three days, I can... You're good for anything. I, I just... I'm buying stuff. I, I don't care what how much it costs. Just get it. Just get it. But my wife does a good thing and she... What's that? She has a list early. Ah, of course. And she goes, are you, are you worried about what you're going to get me for Christmas? And I say, yes. And she goes, I'll buy it and I'll wrap it and I'll act surprised. Do you then... Do you write her a card or does she get to do that I, for herself I, as well? I'm a very good card writer. I've got, you know, very prosaic. Yeah, you are actually. You'd be, you'd, you'd be gentle and, and I'm funny heartfelt. and heartfelt. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, well, that's so. Well, well, that's interesting. We're here to interesting help. Interesting stuff. We're here to help. So I've got every catalogue. Every catalogue in the world comes to our house. Wow. Every catalogue in the world comes to us here at the radio station. They're busy. Right? There's so many prices, so many products. So this is, I'm going to give you the top stuff based on catalogues I've received. I've been through them all. Aussie Disposals. Oh, they've got some good stuff. Hey, Aussie Disposals. You can talk yourself into things at Aussie Disposals that you wouldn't need. A double air mattress with a stand? Ah, wouldn't you? I'm glad you've said that because the front page they've gone with <laughs> hammock stand, mm. weight capacity 200 kilograms, 40% <laughs> off. Ready? Yep. Includes double hammock. Good. Because what they are just selling originally was just the stand. And if you've only got a stand and no hammock... You've just got to stand. That's not relaxing. So well done to you for throwing that in. Also, the uh, the always favourite wind-up solar radio. Fisherman, I'm talking to you. Let's go over to Rivers. Well, hold on. Wind up? Yeah, you wind it up. Go. Yeah. Why do I need to wind it up if it's solar? What if it's not I sunny? I thought the solar was... Nah, you don't know. You've never mounted radio <laughs> in your life. <laughs> what if I said to you that you could go down to Rivers? Oh, Yes. I don't know about this choice from Rivers. It's a clothing they brand. The, they make the best TV commercials. Yeah, they undersell. It's they're nice. sub bunnings. That's how lo-fi they've gone, which is great. So they've got all this stuff in the middle, like watches and socks and colourful um, boat shoes, which is fun for your casual boat shoe great wearer. For summer. But on the front page, they've gone for towels. A mega towel. Yeah. I reckon it's a very smart move. What? So they've had a container of towels come in from China, <laughs> and uh, they're flogging them off. Now, technical point here. Yeah. Christmas or Xmas for you? Because I see on the front of one of those catalogues, it's got Xmas, and I won't wear Xmas. No, I won't wear Xmas either. I won't wear so Xmas. What? If you're it's... Xmas, forget yeah. it. No. Sacrilegious. It is. No it... respect. Harvey Norman. Now, Harvey Norman is a fine institution. Go, Harvey. See if you can guess. Go, the... Harvey. Go, Harvey. See if you can guess one of the four items that they've led with on the front of their 12 Days of Christmas brochure. Oh, they would have to have gone with TVs. The death no. of analog. No. no. Definitely not. Oh. Um, one more guess. PlayStation 4. No. Oh. They've gone the Vidal Sassoon Curl Secret Hair Curler. <laughs> 
Wow. They've called that a hot stocking stuffer. Well, they must know, though. And and what's that's going for about twenty nine ninety nine. A little, slightly more. It is a good one. Mm. How about this? Are you in the market for a Revitavite Mark Nine circulation booster? Wow. <laughs> what is that? Do I strap it on or sleep on it or? Is it? I think it's safe to say that nothing on the front page of a catalogue is strapped on. <laughs> Do I strap it onto my limbs? No, you put your feet on it. Right. Okay. How about this? <laughs> the Cambrook Little Chef's Snowy Flakes Ice Shaver. Oh, an ice shaver. Which is called Great for the Kids. You put ice in the top and then it comes out the bottom. Harvey Norman, I think you so may you... have missed a couple of tricks, but then they've really won us back with this. They know what they're doing. I think there. I think they do. They're trying to move circulation boosters, and why not? And 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 do you know what a lot of that says? Mm. Original Christmas gift. Ah, people go. Ah, oh, you're smart. You've oh, worked it out. Oh, how about this? The Breville Nespresso capsule coffee machine. George, Clooney. I think these are going to be this summer's hot item. Everywhere I go, even in... Did you see what they're trying to do in the supermarket now? Tea companies are making capsules to try and get in on some of this market. Right. It's, and a, know, it's a real move. Something we have to talk about is uber-famous people mm. lending their names oh, to you don't, ads. Hey, hey, Matt, you're a great guy. You don't need the money. Hey, Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson. Sheesh! Why aren't you with... <laughs> Betting 365, why is he advertising a betting company? I tell you what, great actor, awesome actor. actor. Why is he doing the betting? I don't know. I don't know. Dick Smith. Now, I should say I'm pro Dick Smith. I have to declare that that allegiance. I've bought a lot of my uh, PlayStation materials from there. Always had a wonderful experience. And I don't know. For those of you who think I'm sucking up to try and get them to somehow find me one before Christmas to give to the uh, 15-year-old brother of my fiancé to try and suck up to her family, you're not right. Yeah, they're, they're totally wrong there. You're not right. Do you know what? i tell you what Dick Smith is very good for. They've got a great electronics pedigree. Yes. And if you've got a, you know, a missing cord or a plug yeah. or an outlet and you they're go in there and plug. you go, I've got this thing. Yep. They're and good they for a plug. Know. How about this? They know. Holden Heroes, Brock, Tirana, radio-controlled car. Yes. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? I'm happy with that. And finally. If that's in my sack, I am a happy man. At my local chemist. Don't do that, Mooney. At my local chemist. You're making it worse. They're advertising at my local discount chemist. They're advertising a huge sign that says, Scorching Deals for Christmas. Mm. So I'm doing my Christmas shopping at a chemist. There's a kid's bucket and spade, which is eight bucks, six dollars off. That's pretty good. Next to it, they've got a bottle of preen wash stain remover, which is three dollars off. And the and the tag reads... Is it one of those big chemists or just a strip shop? Chemist? No, it's a big one. And the tag reads, ideal gift. No. <laughs> if you put preen wash stain remover in anyone's Santa sack, they don't will... Don't do it. Do not give the gift of preen. Mm. People don't want it. Don't give your wife golf balls and dress it up <laughs> as, as a present for her. Triple M Summer Breakfast, Ed Cavalier and Lawrence Mooney as we all try and keep our breakfast down. As the images of John Mayer and Katy Perry stroking each other in an interview go to air, yeah. dear, oh dear. Don't, Bucket, you, don't you like public displays of affection? Buckets all round, thanks, Sarah Bear. No, do That'll you, be nice. Do you kiss your lady in public? Yeah, but we're not in an interview on the TV. I, I, oh. I pash like a 14-year-old <laughs> in a shopping centre. Do you? Mm. Is your wife ever there? Come on! Hey! Hey! Try the veal! <laughs> um... <laughs> 
it's time, as it is uh, most mornings at this time, to go Hollywood and uh, speak to our Hollywood show business reporter. He's the man on the ground. Bobby. Bobby H. Shriekman. Good morning. Good morning, Bobby. How are you? Hello, little Eddie, and hello, Lolly. G'day, Bobby. Okay, so let's get it started. First story, Bobby H. Shriekman. Shane Warne and Liz Hurley might have split up. Oh, Liz is hot, hot, hot. But I tell you what, little Shane. Okay, that's that covered. Lawrence, have you got a question for Bobby? Yeah, what about John Mayer and Liz, um, John Mayer and Katy Perry, Bobby? They're stroking a lot. Oh, do they love one another? I tell you what, I wouldn't mind stroking Johnny's back. Okay, the appropriate noise is there. So what about the Sunrise Cash Cow? Hasn't been seen for a few few days on Sunrise. What can you tell us, Bobby? What's going on? Cash, the little moo-moo. Oh, we love her to death and her moves. (laughs) Oh, that's that? Okay, excellent. Um, Now, what about uh, Orlando Bloom? Has he moved on from Miranda? Orlando? Oh, the... I tell you what, Orlando. Okay. Wow. Okay, Bobby, that's got you panting. Moon, have you got any final questions for Bobby? Uh, yeah, Bobby. Uh, what about? <laughs> Why does it sound like you two are both on the phone, Moon? Well, I I'm on, I'm on the phone to Bobby. Oh, of course. <laughs> so we're hearing it from his perspective. Of course we are. Do you have a final, Lawrence, do you have a final question for I Bobby? I just want to ask Bobby about Beyonce. She's released this oh, yeah, album out of the blue with, you know, 17 videos as yeah. well. Oh, Beyonce. Mm, I'll tell you what, sister. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, oh, right. oh. Okay, Bobby. No, no, we've heard some of those noises before. We will uh, we will speak to you soon. Bobby H. Shriekman, our Hollywood reporter. Thank I'm you. Right for Hollywood. No, no, thanks. Singing himself out. Thank you, very, thank you very much for your time. It's summer breakfast. Last night, uh, ACA had their Christmas special. Oh, the Current Affair had their show. Yeah, where they basically um, entrap people. Yeah. They leave out presents and they leave them out in what appears to be uh, housing commission areas. Mm-hmm. And then uh, people come along and say, oh, a present. And they take it and they go, ah, it's not yours, is it? And do they wrap them up so they look presenty? Is it yeah. just a oh, box no. where you can see what it is or is it just in, or is not it a, wrapped up it, with a bow? And it's all not that a sort plain of... paper thing. It's got tinsel on it. God. It's like a lure. Basically, it's like Rex Hunt's fishing show. They've just Ugh. got a, a fly. And then, you know, there's a slab sitting there. And they go, oh, well, look at this person. Now, I thought the person that attacked the slab, mm. for, for, uh, first, it's a slab. So it's so, a slab of beer just sitting there. Yeah, it's and like there's a, no it's one like around. Lighter. You know, they are currency. But they only took a six-pack out of the slab. Oh, so they left the rest. Mm. And then the hard-hitting investigative journalist did this. When she realises she's been caught on camera, she quickly dumps the beer and runs like her life depends on it. You can't steal Christmas. Hey, you can't steal Christmas. And they've got a bit of ska music mixed in there. A little bit of madness. They've got the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones doing the the jingle, do they? (laughs) With with a Christmas carol. Now, I watched this in fascination and I've got to say, being, you know, a man that was raised a Catholic. Mm. Leaders not into temptation but deliver us from evil means mm. if you encourage people to sin, mm. you are the sinner. Mm. If I go back to the Spanish Inquisition, you know who's getting burnt in this story? Mm. 
I am putting the caro on the journalist and flaming him up. Yeah, right. Okay? Metaphorically. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, no, we're going to find him and we're going to torture him. No, we're not. Uh, so, <laughs> so, you know, you're not meant to do that. No. That is bad. It's bad. And then to, you know, judge people. Judge, yeah. lest ye be judged, yes, my friend. Judged, yeah. I'm doing a bit of Samuel L. Jackson and here. There you are. I'll be doing betting ads in no time. <laughs> but uh, our tweet little journo didn't just have, you can't steal Christmas. He had a whole lot of little ones. Uh, stuff that he's written out written beforehand. Down. And okay. uh, here's, here's a little montage of them. Are you being naughty or nice this Christmas? Uh, you're not really one of Santa's little helpers, are you? Oh. You'll end up on Santa's naughty list. Oh. He had them all. I say boo to you, ACA, on that one. Yeah, guys. You can't, I, and look, if we, you, you we can't know a that. current affair is a comedy program. We yeah. know that, right? Stick to what you're good at. Weight loss spray. Hilarious. White or brown bread. Yeah, yeah, which is better or not better for you. Mm. Good fun. Don't go leaving stuff out and then having to swing at folks when they try and grab it. Or people who have answered the modelling ad in the paper yeah, and then paid for their $7,000 portfolio mm-hmm. and then got no modelling work. I do know someone that happened to. And as he said, at least the shots were nice. Yeah. So it's not all bad. <laughs> and hello to Ash if you're listening. Hello to Ash if you're listening. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, a little bit less of that, I reckon. Now, if something's out there mm. and it's just sitting there, mm. uh, should you steal it or should you leave it? <laughs> check the cameras. Is check what the I cameras. Yeah, check because there's too much CCTV <laughs> now. You got to leave it. Much around. So it's not it's not the moral question. It's just no. that you can get sprung now. Yeah, it's, it's our Christmas show. We've had a wonderful time. We we might even carol a bit later into the week. Somebody tweeted in mm-hmm. and said their favourite carol mm-hmm. is Carol Brady. Is that right, Rosie? <laughs> sure nice. was. That's cute. Good. MMM hot breakfast. I you love can Mrs. Brady. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Mm-mm. So, I speak- bet she wasn't my favourite TV mum, Mrs. Partridge. Ooh. Mrs. Partridge? Yeah, the Partridge family. David Cassidy. That's interesting. Danny, Do- Danny Bonaduccio. Susan Day. Mm, don't think I've ever gotten over the original Pippa myself from Home and Away when that first started. <laughs> I wish she was, you know, just what in about- my life as an auntie. Was it Billy? Billy from Home and Away? Billy? She disappeared. Bobby. 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 <laughs> um, Anchorman 2. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, seen it. Funny. It, does it live up to expectations? Well, it's funny you should say that because my buddy Josh, who's in it, mm. he when he said it, he saw it, he saw it and he said, oh, I think it might even be as good, if not better than the first. And right. so when I spoke to Adam McKay, I started by telling him that the reports I was getting was that it was as good, if not better than the first. Oh, that's fantastic. I love hearing that. Yeah, I've heard a few people say that, that they like it better than the first one. Yeah. It's certainly more epic in scale. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. In there it. is a lot of things going on. Hey, Ad, and it's funny because how do we talk about the film? Because I don't want to give anything away to people that haven't seen it yet. Well, you know, you could do, you could graze upon certain subjects. Like you can say, you know, okay. yeah, we can talk about the 24 hour news. We yes. can talk about the relationships, you okay. know. Well, what about shark rearing? There's a, there's a phrase you don't hear often. <laughs> <laughs> that was the chunk of the movie where, you know, if anything could be cut, it was that. And at a certain point, Will and I were just like, if there's a chance to bottle feed a, a great white shark, you have to do it. 2004 was the first one. And it's, that's, a, that's nine years between drinks, but it feels really fresh. Why, why do you think that is? Yeah, it, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, like watching it, it last night, I had the same feeling. It didn't feel like nine years. No. It felt like two years. 
Yeah. You know, I think we're lucky in a couple regards. I think this cast is so, so good, yeah. and they're all at the top of their game. They've all been working nonstop ever since. Uh, yeah. They all have that improv background, and then they all aged very well. <laughs> I, I think that was really the key. Like, Paul Rudd oh. hasn't aged a day. He's down to his, like, late teens now. He looks unbelievable. He looks unbelievable. I joke with him constantly, like, what are you, are you putting human blood on your skin, or what's... <laughs> It's got to be the number one most quoted recent comedy of all time. I think it's taken over from Aeroplane, or as we call it here, Flying High. And what's that like for you? I was thinking about, you know, I was going, all right, what was my favorite line from the first one? I think it's still the human torch was denied a bank load, right? <laughs> now that to me, and I think you see it. Do you see that on the extra features of the DVD? You, is it you that yells that out for Will to say as Ron while you're taping? Yeah, yeah, that was a case where we were playing around with the vocal warm-ups, and I yelled that out to him and a couple others, and the arsonist had oddly-shaped feet. And I mean, that's the way we work. He he throws things in, all the guys do. I throw things in. We then kind of rub them against each other, make it a little bit better. It's yeah. kind of almost like you're rewriting on the set is what we're doing. I wanted to ask you, the character of Ron Burgundy and the other, like, Brick Tamlin and, and the other guys, they're quite big characters. You know, they're quite, you know, their worldview's very clear, but they're quite big. They're not shrinking violets. Did, the, <laughs> did working on a Saturday Night Live and with Will and coming up with characters together and then seeing them done live in a room and then going back and watching them uh, on replay or whenever else you saw the show as Saturday Night Live, did that inform you about where that line was of how big characters can be and how, how well that translates in a room or on a set as opposed to when you're watching it later on? Wow, that may be the best question I've ever heard. <laughs> that really is. That is you're, you're talking about something that I find really interesting, which is how big can a character be yeah. while still being grounded? Well, it is very funny, and I, can't, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but I, I know I'll be debating for a long time my favorite line with you know, my friends and everybody else. So far, and I'll only use, this is the only line I'll use in, from the film, is uh, after something good happens for the news team, and Ron says, perms for everyone. Now that's <laughs> that's a quality choice. I like that line a lot too. There he is, Mr. Adam McKay. Great guy. Ed, I've got to say, uh, when I was listening to that, I said, good oh, question. Did. Yes. Good yes. question. Yes. And then he followed up with, that's the best question I've ever been asked. Do you know what you displayed there? You displayed what not a lot of interviewers do. You're, you're, you're well-informed about the subject matter. You watch DVD extras. You're enthusiastic. It's good to hear that because he was into you. He's a great – well, I think Josh had said, listen, my buddy's going to interview me, you as well, so be extra nice. Okay. But one thing we didn't, we could, we didn't get but to that, Sometimes that's not going to work no, anyway. That's true. But he's a very nice guy. But that, that is true, though. He does shout out lines. He'll, they'll be doing a scene, and he'll shout out Fun. lines for every single character as they go around. Right. Isn't that incredible? Um, did uh, you ask him whether he's been interviewed by Bobby H. Shriekman? Oh, do you know what? Shriekman should have got involved. Shriekman should definitely All get right. involved. Shriekman will be getting involved tomorrow. He's our Hollywood reporter. Who's he speaking to tomorrow, or what are we asking him about? But you know what? MMM Hot Breakfast, you could even tweet us a suggestion. Our Hollywood reporter, Bobby H. Shriekman, if you've got a Hollywood story or an entertainment story you think he should be covering. Do you know what I've heard about Shriekman? What have you heard about Shriekman? That where he works, mm. people come from all over the office to watch him give his report. That did happen. There was a couple of people from... Well, we wouldn't know. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> we wouldn't know because he's in L.A. Sorry, mate. But I've heard... Just ruining the magic of radio. And some members of the public want to see him work. Do you know what the um, moral of the Today Show is? It's Christmas. Ding dong merrily on high. Ding dong merrily on high. Go forth and spend, ladies and gentlemen. 
throw money at the problem. Throw money at the problem. Got, merrily, uh, if you've got yourself an uncle, you don't know what he wants for Christmas. Get him cigars. Get him a cigar. Get him to start smoking, for goodness sake. Why wouldn't he? Booze and cigars. Ah, they're your ticket to happiness, friends. We will speak to you tomorrow. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and Friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado. Think Holden.